Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Yep, it's Growing in Grace. I'm Joel the Breeze Man. Mike Cap Kapler is with me getting together for our weekly chat. We do this every week right here uh, on uh, various sources around the Internet. And uh, we invite you to check out graceroots.org. If you go to that website, you can find links to various things, but uh, mainly I want to point out that you can find the link to the archive of all of our past programs in case there's anything, you know, maybe there's a topic you want to search for, just search there on on the site that has all of our uh, podcasts. Uh, maybe uh, you've got a question and maybe you can find some sort of a, an answer or explanation during, uh, you know, from in one of our past programs. So maybe that's something you could do or, or, or pass on the link to somebody else as well who might have something that they'd like to find out about. Well, how you doing this week, Cap? Hey, Joel. So, so if I type in something like Foreigner or Steve Miller Band or something Ooh. like that, what, what's going to happen? Then I'll redirect you to my other blog that I have been wanting to start for about the last three or four years. <laughs> I just haven't done it. I really do. I want to start an 80s blog with uh, a bunch of good old 80s music and maybe some late 70s and early 90s stuff in there, too. But it's funny that you mentioned that because I've been thinking about that again. <laughs> you know, one of these programs, we're just going to we're going to drop all this religious stuff that we talk <laughs> about religion. and uh, and have a debate because the, the 70s kill the 80s when it comes to music. And I think my my listeners out there and your listeners will bear witness to that. Well, video killed the radio star. And that, so that was the 80s killed the 70s radio stars so yeah yeah let's do it now now, man i'm pumped no just kidding maybe that would be fun to talk about though (laughs) well i'm sitting here cap with my uh official growing in grace styrofoam coffee mug (laughs) i'll have to to, we should should give those out for christmas we should that's yeah i was just thinking about that it's a donation of five hundred dollars no i figured it out it's got to be one thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars because our program, Growing in Grace, G-I-G, I'm going to do a little bit of Roman numerals here, except the G I don't think is, but the G would stand for a 1,000. The I-G would stand for the a 1 and a 1,000, so it would be 999. <laughs> I just came what up with that. What are you talking about? I, uh, Roman numerals, you gotta you got to oh. be smarter than, than some. But anyway, this uh, Growing in Grace uh, mug... It's a styrofoam thing, and, and our friend Leo, uh, Leonard, who listens to our program and is a good friend, he created this a uh, oh, couple of years ago, I suppose. It's it's a styrofoam coffee cup with our logo <laughs> staple on the side. I'll have to, when I post this program, I'll have to post a picture of that along with it. Yeah, that would be funny. Yeah, you can only fill it half full for obvious reasons. <laughs> Well, anyway, let's see. We've been talking about some really interesting things the last few weeks, I think. Um, kind of focusing on, you know, we've brought up, I think, Second Peter one nine throughout the last, you know, at least week or two. Maybe we'll you know, move along a little bit further with some of that stuff. Uh, we've got some points to make about some of the things we've already talked about. Well, let's summarize here, Joel, some things that we've mentioned. As a believer, you have now taken on a new nature of righteousness. That's something we should probably talk more about maybe uh, in in the weeks ahead, just getting back to some basics about the new nature and what it really means to you and me as believers. I mean, what what really is the gospel? But you've taken on this new nature we have as believers, 
And Peter mentions that his divine power, God's divine power, has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue and has given us exceedingly great and precious promises. That exceedingly great and precious promises. The the powerful words here. And through these you may be partakers of the divine nature. So we've not only received or been given all things that pertain to life and godliness, we're now partakers of this divine nature that now dwells in us and has become a, a part of us. Peter goes on to list some qualities, some fruits, if you will, of this new nature, uh, which we've talked about over the last couple of weeks or so. Knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, uh, brotherly kindness, and and love. Uh, Just to name uh, some of those that Peter lists. And and these are just some of the qualities of the new nature that Peter talks about. And then 2 Peter 1.9. Now, again, I want to reiterate, I want to emphasize these qualities already belong to you as a believer. There's nothing you have to try to do to become these things. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's there. It's a part of you. But you're saying, why does Peter say if I lack these things? Peter says, he who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness and has forgotten he was cleansed from his old sins. And again, you might have to go back a program or two to, to find out how we came to this conclusion. You can lack these things outwardly. You and I can behave or perform in a way that does not truly reflect who we are in Christ. And that happens, unfortunately, probably a lot more than than what we would like. So Peter says, but he who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins. First of all, the important thing to realize here is that you as a believer have already, it's past tense, have already been cleansed from your old sins. Yeah, that's a key to that. I I think that's, that's a... Maybe a big part of what Peter is saying here. I mean, at least it jumps out to me that all of these things, as you said, are a part of who we are in Christ. It is a part of our identity. It really is who God has already made us to be. There's a lot of people who I, I suppose, and in who who we've we've seen. I've experienced it myself. I know you have, Cap. Where we're trying to be these things, we're trying so hard, striving perhaps to be these things, uh, when uh, really they are already a part of our identity. We, you know, we've already become a partaker of of Christ. You know, First Corinthians six seventeen says that we have become one spirit with God. And so as we become this partaker of the divine nature, these things already are ours. But like you say, if we don't see them on the outside, if we don't see them being displayed outwardly through our actions, you know, through our, let's use the word behavior, uh, it's it's not that these things aren't already ours. It's not that we are lacking in anything because, in, in, in reality, we're not lacking anything because these are things that God has, has gifted us with as, as part of our new nature. But it's perhaps that we have forgotten that we've already been cleansed from all of our sins. It, it's, we've forgotten our new identity. Or perhaps, in, in some cases, we just haven't been grounded in the truth of our new identity. Or some would say we haven't perhaps appropriated the, the truth of our new identity. Either way, 
it's not up to us to try to struggle and strive to produce all these things like he listed out already, you know, virtue and knowledge and self-control, perseverance, godliness, brotherly kindness and love. These things are already ours. And let's remember, you know, let's keep in mind that that's it's part of our new nature. And, and instead of struggling and striving to produce these things, which we can't produce in and of ourselves, let's remember that they already are a part of who we are. And we simply get the the joy of walking in them as we grow in, in our understanding and, and appropriation of our new identity. Yeah, growing. L- let's get to that because right after this, Joel, Peter says, for, for this reason, I will not be negligent to remind you always of these things, though you know and are established in the present truth. Yet I, I think that uh, while I am in this body, it's good for me to, to stir you up by reminding you. Now, this is at the beginning of Second Peter, Joel, but uh, sometimes I like to take a look at what the writer is saying at the beginning of the book and what he says at the end of the book in conclusion. And he, he refers at the end of his, his book in Second Peter, Peter refers to some of the writings of Paul as Scripture. And, and he says that some, some things that Paul says are, are hard to understand to those who are untaught and unstable, and they will twist what he says to their own destruction as they do the rest of the Scriptures. You, therefore... Since you know this beforehand, beware lest you fall from your own steadfastness, being led away by the error of the wicked. These were legalists who would come in and try to distort the pure free gospel. Uh, but here's where we came up with the, the name of our program. Peter wraps up the book by saying, but grow. Don't, don't fall to these people who would prey upon your freedom, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and forever. So growing in the grace of understanding these things of who you are and your new identity in Christ. This is what this is what our program is based on and and those qualities that Peter lists there in that first chapter uh, are a part of the new nature. But you know, when you're not being told that, it, it's hard to live it out. Mm-hmm. Joel, when, when I was a little kid and my parents told me it was right around the age of 3, they came home one night after I'd been with a babysitter and I started singing songs. And by the age of four, my dad said, I memorized over 40 songs. And I, I won't list them now. I don't mean like, you know, popular rock songs, but just they were kind of popular songs um, back in the day. Uh, Michael, row your boat ashore, Jimmy Crack Corn. They probably don't mean much to our <laughs> listeners today. But I memorized these songs. And I, was, I, I became somewhat of a performer at a very young age. Uh, I would get up in front of uh, gatherings, uh, reunions, and sing. And I got to the point where I really didn't like it that well because it was embarrassing for me. I didn't like getting up in front of people, even though I was pretty good at it. A little bit of a hot dog at the age of three to five years old. And I heard my dad one time telling somebody how they were working on trying to see if I could get on TV on one of these really popular shows like Johnny Carson or Ed Sullivan or something like that. That scared the tar out of me. And so I convinced myself that I was not going to sing. And that I couldn't sing. I wouldn't do it because I didn't want to get up in front of all those people. And so even though I could, I convinced myself I couldn't. And uh, I actually became a, a very mediocre, if not terrible, singer over time because yeah, I, I have convinced myself I couldn't sing. <laughs> and I think a lot of believers today are being told certain things about what they're not. And it's hard for them to actually live out of this, this new life in Christ. Yeah, it does make it very difficult when you're not not only not being told these things, but you're being told the opposite or, or or convincing yourself of the opposite because of because of your behavior. I think you know a lot of a lot of 
people and in, in, you know I've fallen into this trap as well myself where I've noticed you know I have things about myself that aren't that don't line up with my new nature that are really the opposite you know a person can in, in various ways convince themselves that they are not the righteousness of God that the Bible says that they are, that Paul says that they are, that uh, even though Christ became sin for them, that they might become the righteousness of God. Well, I just see all these negative things in my life. I see all these sins, and I, that can't possibly be me. And then you've got the church pounding that same message into people's minds that you've got to get yourself right. You've you got to keep on making sure that you are producing all these wonderful things for God. And so it does do a thing to the mind. And I've actually, I've got a story. I talked, um, I talked with someone just this week who uh, is dealing with some of those issues, had some really dark times in his, in his Christian life, even having been secured in his, in his identity and the knowledge of his new identity in Christ, these the untruths come along and can really mess person up. And so maybe I'll share some of that next time. Uh, but as for now, as we end this one, just remember, I think that maybe the biggest point this week is that we have already been cleansed from all our sins. <laughs> we have already become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. All of these things are already ours. God has already given us all things that pertain to life and godliness and we can walk in these things, and, and we need to constantly remind ourselves of the truth so that we don't fall short in this false understanding that uh, these things aren't ours. All right, it's good stuff. Thanks for joining us again for Growing in Grace. Next week, a God of second chances. Is God a God of second chances? And why might that be a negative thing? We'll talk about it next week on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. Access hundreds of past programs. Visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.